in today's gospel, we hear about the rich man and also about uh, Lazarus, the poor man. And it's to realize that in our own lives, all of us have and live in many different ways. But what's really most important is going to be our connection with doing the will of God. And so God is someone that we must know. And so our own relationship with God has to continue to deepen as we continue to pray and open up our hearts and allow that spirit of God to really grow within us, to be seen not only by ourselves, but by others. And this is what the Lord tries to get to. Since the way in which we live our lives, you know, and all of our lives are going to be different. We might say some things are not fair. Why is one person born into a family that is, uh, that is doing well, another one into maybe poverty, or even worse? Why are some people dying in the war, why others aren't? You know, and yet in the midst of all that, you know, is to realize what is God's will. God's will is to take wherever we are and to make it a whole lot better. You know, so whatever situation, I don't believe God says, I'm going to make this situation happen, you know, and see how you react. No. Because of the way in which we live, because of our own sinfulness, a lot of times those situations have caused, not just by ourselves, but by other people. And in the midst of that, is to realize, what do we do? Do we throw up our hands and say, I can't do anything and walk away? Or do we say, Lord, help me. Give me that courage, give me that strength so that I can do what I can to make it better. And how do I do that? And listen to how the Lord speaks to us of making those situations better. The rich man saw Lazarus at his gate day after day after day, so much that you know, he just kind of ignored him. You know, So often in our lives, we see things and do things so much of a routine that we kind of forget why we're doing some of the things that we do, or we just kind of look beyond it. And it's not until all of a sudden we're faced with some type of catastrophe uh, that oftentimes we become really focused. Take a look at the things that we've been through in the last couple of years with COVID, with uh, the hurricanes, how many people have had their homes messed up or destroyed, especially in this area, uh, how many people especially are now in a, uh, uh, Ukraine with the, the war going on. They are told homes totally destroyed, many of them losing their lives. And in the midst of that, we might say, well, where is God? God is there. He's saying, give me your hand. I will be with you. I will give you the courage and strength that you need at this time to be able to bring you where? Not just to safety, but to bring you to me, to bring you into that heavenly kingdom. So the world here might be rough, might be hard, and our whole lives may end up that way. If all we do is give up and say, there's no future, there's no hope, then uh, when the Lord finally does come, you know, what does he come to? A person who is going into a despair and feels like there's nothing to live for. But if instead we say, Lord, give me that courage, give me that strength. How many times have we seen people who are sick, people who are injured, people who are going through cancer, reach out to other people at the same time, and they help to make a difference in their lives. They could have said, poor me, and there's nothing I can do. But they said, no, I see somebody else suffering. I know what they're going through because I'm going through the same thing. 
I know maybe in this area I can be of assistance. I can help in a way that could. One of the main things I talk about when I go to nursing homes, because a lot of the people in the nursing homes say, I don't know why I'm still living. I've lived my life, should be over with. I can't do anything. And I say, yes, you can. You know, maybe you're at a table eating with someone, and you can't reach out, or that person next to you can't reach out and pick up the salt or the pepper, but you can. You can get it for that person. Those liberty things mean so much. Something falls off the table. Maybe one person can't reach it or can't get it, but maybe you can. Picking it up, being there. Maybe you're walking by and you're seeing the person. Are you going to walk by or are you going to stop and say, hey, how are you doing today? You know, enter into a conversation because maybe that person had nobody to talk to. It's the liberty things that we do, even in our lives, that start to make a difference. How many times on campus do you, you walk and see other people, but I'm in a hurry to get to my class, I'm in a hurry to do this, or i got to go home, or i got to go here and there and the other thing. And we let our lives dictate so much of what we got to do that we let so many opportunities pass by. We have a God who's saying, look at the little things. And that's what he was saying to the rich man. You let these little things, and one of them was Lazarus. He was there every day. You could have stopped at any time, but you didn't. You know, he says, now you need us, you know, and it's too late. Let's be able to ask the Lord, especially during this time of Lent, to open ourselves up, to allow his spirit and his love to come in, to transform our lives so that they can be changed, so that we can make a difference in the lives of other people by the way we're able to reach out to them. We have a God who loves us very much. We have a God who's saying, I need you. We have a God who's saying, I want you to make a difference. And I need you to do that. And the little bitty things that you can do each and every day. Let's not say, Lord, I don't have time. But instead, Lord, I'm going to make the time today to do the little bitty thing that can make a difference in the life of maybe one person. In the scope of things, we might say, well, what does that mean? It may not mean a whole lot in the scope of things of billions of people. But I can tell you, it will mean a whole lot to the individual that you're helping. That, that way, you do make a difference. The Lord is calling to each and every one of us to make a difference. If we really ask ourselves, what do we really want to do in our life? Isn't it make a difference in the lives of other people? We don't have to wait until we graduate. We don't have to wait until we have a job. We don't have to wait until we're married or have kids. We can start today. And the Lord calls each and every one of us to be able to do that today. Because if we wait for tomorrow, it may never come. Because the thing about tomorrow is that tomorrow is tomorrow is tomorrow. But today is now. And that difference can start with each and every one of us today, at this moment. Being able to reach out to one another and offer that love and that support in whatever way we can.